Welcome to the Retire Notes podcast series about preparing for retirement with Bruce Manners, the author of Retirement Ready and founder of the RetireNotes.com website. I'm talking to Dr. Darren Morton, a senior lecturer in the Faculty of Education and Science and lead researcher in Lifestyle Research Centre at Avondale College of Higher Education. Thank you for your time, Dr. Morton. You're welcome. Your latest book is entitled Live More Happy. Now, you've used positive psychology. Talk about that a bit and how that helps. Yes, I mean, obviously, in the, in the book, I've actually drawn together evidence-based strategies, scientifically proven strategies for lifting your mood and your life. They come out of a couple of different fields, so positive yes. psychology and lifestyle medicine. Um, yeah, so lifestyle medicine, let's start with that. Um, look, fascinating space, and really some of the things that are emerging from there uh, are just really quite compelling in terms of their ability to um, you know, to give us a lift emotionally, okay. help us to feel better and to, to live more happy, for a yeah. be- want of a better better term. <laughs> tell us about it. Yeah, so let me tell you, share with some of some of those. So, I mean, one of the the, the ones that intrigues me is the way that the human brain is wired, and we all have a human brain, hopefully, yes. <laughs> at least our listeners do, um, yes. is that we've discovered, we, we, we've learned a lot about which part of your brain is responsible for emotions. And we actually okay. now, we refer to it as the emotional brain, that we, we, we call it the limbic system. Um, yes. I'm, because I'm an Aussie, I give everything nicknames and I call it the limbo. I noticed the limbo in your book, yes. Yes, um, but what we know is that the the Part, uh, part of your higher brain, you know, your thinking brain mm-hmm. um, that's involved in speech and language actually has a huge impact. It's, it's wide in quite an intimate way um, to your emotional brain. And, and so what this means is uh, that the, one of the chapters I have in the book is called uh, Your Limbo is Listening. Mm-hmm. And essentially the point here is um, what we've discovered is that how you speak, you know, both to yourself in terms of your internal dialogue um, uh, your explanatory style, so life circumstances that may confront you. But not only how you speak to yourself, but how you speak to other people actually has a profound impact upon your emotional state. Okay, talk about that. Yeah, and, and I mean, some of the, 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 the really fascinating things to my mind that have come out of the business world, and then um, a, a guy by the name of Marcel Lasada, who's done a lot of work looking at how businesses speak to each other, how the employees in businesses speak to each other. Yes. And he's actually created links that he can identify. There's actually a construct now called the, the, the Lasada line, which basically refers to a positivity ratio. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was able to identify that successful companies have a certain number of positive, what he calls speech acts, for every one negative. Now, there's nothing wrong about with talking about negative things. You know, sometimes we need to confront yeah, issues to, and all yes. the rest of it. Sure. But what they've discovered is that there, there needs that needs to be offset by every one sort of negative speech interaction needs to be offset by a certain number of positive ones in order for companies to, to work well. He's actually identified the same thing works in other environments as well. Yes. Now, what's interesting, I haven't said the number yet, how many actual positive ones are required. We're, we're holding our breath. <laughs> we're holding our breath. Yes. Because what's intriguing is that quite independent to his work, um, John Gottman, who is you know, well known as perhaps one of the most prolific um, researchers in the area of uh, relationships mm, with married. couples. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he, he did he did studies in the 90s where he would interview newlywed couples and just by listening to how they spoke to each other could, could predict with over 90% accuracy whether they'd be divorced in five years or not. 
Yes. And wow. he came up with this once again, once this this positivity ratio. And what's intriguing, there seems to be, you know, a similar message being coming out of all these different settings. And so what's the magic number? Yes. Well, it seems that in order for a, you know, some a couple or a business team or whatever it might be to just get by and not sort of go belly up, um, you probably need about three positive speech acts for every one negative. Okay. If if you want it to flourish, you're looking at more like five positive speech acts for every one negative. So are you suggesting that we need to do that with ourselves as well? Absolutely. How we talk to ourselves. Actually, in the book I have, and I have a program that's associated with a book where people learn and actually put to practice these strategies. It's called the LIFT Project. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the, and we, we actually learn things in a fun way and then there are weekly challenges. And, you know, one of the, the, the challenges, obviously, is to, is to give compliments to people. You know, we, we sure. don't do this. And, and Aussies, I think, particular, uh, in particular, we're, we're quite good at knocking others down. And, you know, often we do it in jests and all the rest of it. But we often don't go out of our way to compliment people and, and often genuine compliments. So, you know, I get people to do challenges like that. I do other things like what I call etch inspiration. Mm-hmm. Where nowadays we and we have you know these iPhones and we have you know devices we carry on our, around our pockets that can you know they have hundreds of books in there. Yes, having something in a book in your pocket is not the same as having it in your head. And so I actually now even encourage people to go back to the ancient art. And there's so much value in you know some some of the lessons from antiquity, but the ancient art of, of memorizing inspirational sayings and texts. Okay. And what we know in doing that, it actually that, that message gets through, it cuts through to your emotional brain and can be really helpful for, um, for helping people to feel better. Interesting. So, you know, speaking positively um, is, is actually one lesson that's coming out of positive psychology that we know is scientifically validated. You know, many people yes. have heard the idea of, yeah, speak positive, and it's like, oh, that's like pop psychology. <laughs> but we know it's true. This, this actually works. So let me go back a step here. So this mm. is speaking positively to people around you but yes. also speaking positively to yourself, yourself self correct. Yes, that's correct. And that's why actually in, get in people to memorize inspirational sayings and texts yes. and, and start to form a habit of noticing, hey, wait a sec, I'm, I'm actually saying some really negative things to myself at the moment, uh-huh. to interrupt that and to recite some of the other things that you're memorizing yes. as, as a way of breaking some of those vicious cycles. So. There are things we can do, but look, there are other lessons from positive psychology which are just incredible. Like, for example, there's the expression of gratitude is coming out as one of the most important things that people can do to help themselves to feel more emotionally up. There's actually one thing um, that in my program, and I talk about in the book as well, but um, I encourage people to do a thing called the gratitude visit, which is incredibly powerful. And, and, And studies have actually indicated that this gratitude visit can help people feel better, happier, for up yes. to a month after doing it. Okay. Think, what, I mean, what, what else do you know that can actually make you feel, give you a boost, an emotional boost for a month after? Yeah, yeah. tell us what it is, yes. Well, and, you know, maybe even the, 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 the listeners can, well, actually, this is their homework, right? Try it's it. homework, okay. I've done this. I've done this myself, and it really is powerful. In your mind, think about someone who is alive today that has mm-hmm. had a significant positive impact on your life. I'm sure, Bruce, you've got someone. Sure, yes. Right now, go away and write a few paragraphs about the impact that that person has had on your life and why you're so grateful for that. 
Okay, can do that. That's step two. You can do that. Yes. I'm sure you can. So here's the challenging part. Yes. Now go and read it to that person. Interesting. Interesting. That's the gratitude visit. Studies show, and this is in a published study, show that people report high levels of happiness and emotional well-being for up to a month after doing that. That would Very be a powerful. bit of a buzz for the person you uh, do that to. Well, well, the intriguing thing is, the intriguing thing is, it is a buzz for the person who is mm. the recipient, but it's actually a buzz for the person who gives, and and I find that incredible. In fact, one of the other strategies I talk about in my book, perhaps I'll, I'll move into this now, sure. is um, I have a chapter called um, um, "Giving is Living," and yes. and the notion, the notion of actually having a service mentality. You know, of actually uh, identifying what your signature strengths are and then contributing in a positive way. You know, actually, I believe, you know, after all of the work I've, and I've spent, you know, nearly two decades researching this and gathering information and and all the rest of it, I've actually come to to, to realise that probably having a service mentality, you know, knowing um, what your strengths are and and being able to use those, you know, to to make a, a valuable contribution in terms of something that lifts, um, you know, other people. Sure. I actually think that's one of the most powerful things we can do to actually in- to give ourselves a lift. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, I, I would go as far as saying I think that, you know, I've thought long and hard about this, I think that at an emotional level we reap what we sow. Okay. You know, when we intentionally and purposely try and drag others down, we yes. go down with them. And if we okay. intentionally and purposely try and lift people, then we, get, we go up with them as well. I'm talking to Dr. Darren Morton about his book, Live More Happy. So keep talking about this, Dr. Yeah, Morton. I mean, the notion of service is incredible. We now know there are studies that have found, these, these were done in the United States, where they found that individuals who volunteered their time to a worthwhile cause two hours each week mm-hmm. reported the same sort of emotional boost, the same sort of you know, increase in their happiness, as those people who went from an income of less than $20,000 per year, which is essentially an annual income, which is essentially on the poverty line, sure. to over $75,000 a year. So this is like tripling your income. Yeah, that is huge. I find that fascinating. You know, and, yes. and what you know, Professor Martin Seligman, who is really one of the pioneers of the lifestyle medicine movement, in one of his quotes, he says that of all the tests that we and studies that we've conducted on how to you know, boost emotional well-being, Doing a kindness is just seems to trump. You know, this is this is one of the most valuable things we can do for ourselves. And um, yeah, I think that's a really positive message um, in the the Lift Project, which is the program that that accompanies my book that I've written. Um, one of the challenges for the week when we look at the whole motion of service mm. is random acts of kindness. Oh yes. And you know, what can you do? What can you do to to actually lift the plight of someone else by doing it? You'll go with them. So, so it's kind of if, yeah. you, if you walk down the street, you see someone in trouble, yeah. go across and help. Yeah, or you know, so yeah, capitalising on those sorts of incidental times, but even being intentional about it, pre-planning. Yes. What can I do to actually help other people? So look, you know, I've spoken about speaking positively. Sure. I've spoken about having a service mentality. But there are other lessons from lifestyle medicine as well. Things like just having a positive focus and orientation, the way that we think about the past, the present... Yes. And the future, I mean, we talked about expressing gratitude. That's really magnifying positive emotions about the past. Yes. What we do know is that having a positive orientation about the, the present is very, very powerful for, for giving people a lift. There's one study that's been conducted 
and in fact it's quite a commonly used exercise now in the positive psychology space. It's called uh, What Went Well or sometimes it's called Three Blessings. Yes, and what they instruct people to do is, or invite people to do is each evening for a week write down three things that went well that day and why they went well. Yes. And give it good thought. Don't be flipping about it. You know, just really engage in that notion of what went well today. And look, hey, sometimes it's tough to identify three things that went well that day. Sure. But if you're creative and you really give it, you know, good attention, you can actually, um, you can actually come up with these. And, and what they've discovered is people, I mean, one study actually found that when people were invited to do this for one week, nice. that after that week, the people found that they were, they were benefiting from it so much that so many continued to do it beyond the, um, the, the study period. But here's the intriguing thing. That research project actually found that six months after, these people were reporting progressive increases in their happiness. That's amazing, isn't it? It is amazing. In, in most, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm conducting research projects all the time, and normally what we see is what we call a treatment effect. You know, we get people to do something, we see a boost, you know, we see an effect, which eventually sort of dwindles off over time. Yes. Whereas in a study like this, we actually see this thing, that, 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 that the, the effect progressively increases, um, yes. which is just, you know, really unheard of. Yeah. So, it's yeah. Good. There's a lot of evidence. We're going to have to close off then, but tell us about your book. Where is it available? So it should be available in all good bookstores. Yes, good ones, <laughs> um, yes. and, and certainly it's available on my website, uh, drdarrenmorton.com. And available on retirenotes.com as well. Thanks for talking to us, Dr. Morton. I've been talking to Dr. Darren Morton, Senior Lecturer in the Faculty of Education and Science and a lead researcher in the Lifestyle Research Centre at Avondale College of Higher Education. Thank you for your time, Dr. Morton. You're welcome.